0: If you stick a giant dildo in my ass, I'm probably gonna shit on you too. Like it's natural.
1: Spend my peas on gums and trainers, disco ravers, baby. Beh- or well, we log on to the
0: internet and we watch porn and we watch Lana roads get gangbanged or something and, you know,
1: whatever. Spent my peas on gums and trainers, disco ravers, bad behaviours, Sunday mornings, what a nightmare. What is happening, people? Welcome back to Doing Bits TV. It's the new year. We thought we'd try something slightly different. None other than Pornhub and Brazza legends. The one and only, the man with an absolute, one of the world's biggest Porn stars ever. The infamous, the iconic movie star, husband, director, producer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have Danny D in the building. That's quite an introduction. How do porn stars come up with their name? So for instance, how did you... Start calling yourself Danny D. My name was actually terrible when I
0: started. It was Danny Dong. Yep. A director at the time when I started, he was just like, can I just ask about the name? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's just like, why Danny Dong? Like, And I was like, oh, you know, it's like a play on words. I've got a big penis, you know? And he was just like, yeah, but kind of sound like you should be in the 70s with a big handlebar mustache, you know? Like just lose the on, you know, just just Danny D, like it's cleaner. I think one of the famous stories is um, a guy called Seymour Butts, um, uh, very famous porn star uh, back in the day. Um, and again, great name, Seymour Butts, like it's awesome. But what he didn't like, what his famous thing is, what he always said is he just never thought about the name <laughs> so that now everyone
1: just calls him Seymour. I had some ideas. You might find them funny, you might find them a bit weird, but I'm going to shoot them at you anyway. So I was going to say, Danny, these nuts, or <laughs> Danny, this one's golden. Um, Danny, don't leave me around your missus. Wow. Danny, did you know I've got a wedge piece? That's Obviously, nice. Yeah. That's nice. I'd, I'd say the I'd first try. one that had that impact
0: value, you know, it was like, it was the proper play on words. Um, But yeah, like if I'm going to pick,
1: I think Danny D's nuts. So, how do you go from being someone living in Rochester to like one of the world's biggest porn stars? I went to Germany
0: uh, for the World Cup. I went with like 12 buddies of mine. And um, yeah, I just, long story short, I had a piss up a fence. One of my buddies saw my dick and was just like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, and I'm like, what's wrong with your cock? And I'm like, oh, 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 like, what's wrong? What do you mean? What's wrong with it? Like, and my buddy just like run off, you know, and he goes back to all my friends and he's like, yo, you got to see Danny's dick, you know, like, anyway, I came walking back over to the group and everyone's like, dude, get your cock out. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not doing that. Like, why? It's like, we need to see your dick. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not looking at my buddy, like, what the fuck have you told him? And I'm now like worried about my dick. Like, what's wrong with it? And uh, literally 12 of my buddies stood around and they all dropped their shorts and was just like, come on, it's not a big deal. Now show us yours. And I looked around and was like, Fuck yes. Uh, dropped my trousers and and that was it, man. From that point, uh, my buddies all stole my clothes and I was like stuck in Germany for the whole day, just wandering around naked. For the rest of the trip, that was it. Just, right, you need to be a porn star. You need to go and be an underwear model for Calvin Klein, you know, and all the You know, like you put that dick in them pants, they're going to buy the pants. Like, I'm like, it doesn't work like that, boys. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's, it's been all right. So I got the boys to thank for it, thankfully. I've done
1: my research and it is literally... Danny D the world's biggest porn star or the best porn star like how is the best or the biggest measured because like is it views on a video is it the the you know the the unit the the weapon yeah is it the wedge piece is it how many videos how long you've been in the industry how many people you work with like how is this measured? Top tier porn stars, you know, there's like that
0: top tier, that middle tier and that, you know, sort of amateur level tier, you know, and and obviously a few in between. But yeah, to get on that top level and sort of maintain it, it, it's a difficult one. And it's not one that you can really control. It's the fans, it's the people out there that comment and really drive your scenes and promote them and sort of request your content off of new production houses and studios and stuff. So. I think all you can do is it's the same as anything in life, isn't it? You just got to do the best you can do your best job and, and hope that what you're doing is right. You know, and there's a saying in the industry, you know, you're only as good as your last scene. And it's so true. You know, if you flop your last scene and then that's punted out all over the internet, like, you know, that, you know, it's it's not going to do well for you, you know, you can't live off one great performance that you did seven years ago, you know, and it's important to assess yourself, you know, if you're, if you're working a lot 16, 20 days straight, you know, and if you're doing 20 scenes back to back every day, you know, you can you can get tired and you can realize on day 17 that your performance isn't as vigorous as it was day one, you know, and it's, it's about just noticing them little things and trying to just, be honest and vocal and be like, look, I need two days. I need a couple of days rest. I need to just focus on myself, get my performance back.
1: That's crazy as well, because most people say, like the consumer of porn, i.e. your average Joe, Joe Blogs, whoever you want to be, the consumer of porn, they'll look at porn and they'll see like almost like a fantasy or something like that. You know what I mean? But in its most basic form, porn, without being too black and white about it, is people having sex. So people that consume that, might think, oh, it's just sex. But there is a massive psychological thing that goes into it. Like you just said, you have to think of how your last performance was, your next one, how you can improve, and this. So there is like a, a series of of almost like preparation that you've got to go for it. And that's ma- massively overlooked. Someone that watches porn, it, you know what I mean? It's just, it is not. So it's, it's mad interesting to hear that from you. Generally, like it's porn isn't,
0: real like it's not you know like we're just capturing the moment you know we're just literally capturing that sex moment you know it's very easy to flick something on on a on a browser and kind of just believe what's going on and yeah it's really not like that so um one of my favorite things to do is often take people to set like people that have like this kind of pre-envisioned idea of what it's going to be like and they're like oh I bet it's amazing and all that it's kind of boring really oh no i bet it's not i bet it's sick and you're like it's kind of dull and they're like yeah no it's not and i'm like all right why don't you come just come to work like and literally three hours in they're like dude like this is boring and i'm like yeah like there's a lot of like sort of waiting and sitting around and you know it's it's not an orgy like you know people think that they're just going to come to work and it's just constant blowjobs and
1: gangbangs and it's not porn studios are like this buffet of like unreal women and all oh g's and do you now see sex different when i was you know 18 on the building site and
0: stuff it was like the thought of two girls just just the thought of two chicks yeah 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 i, I was ready to go full mast you know yes sir uh, like i was good you know after about like i don't know 30 40 50 threesomes they they just don't have the same appeal you know like you you don't sit there and be like oh my god two girls you're actually thinking, all right, I've got to do a bit more work here. There's there's double the action. I need to do three positions with each girl. Make sure they both do the blowjob. When I was, like, first in the business, all I wanted to do was impress every girl, make every girl come, do this, do that, you know. And then I just realized that wasn't what it was about. Like, it wasn't about the other performer. It's about the director, the production, what we're making, making sure that they're happy that we've my performance, making the girl look as best as she possibly can. What was the first shoot you ever did? What was that like? I, I was quickly under the impression that I needed to like sort of get more experience uh, at having sex. Cause I was like 18, I'd slept with like six girls or something at that time, you know, just, and then I'm trying to become a porn star. It was just like, I didn't really know what I was doing myself, let alone, you know, doing it for the internet. And uh, so I, I decided to go to some like swinging clubs and stuff. So. I went to this swinging club. Uh, everything was cool. I met this like English couple there. They were super chill. The wife wasn't overly beautiful, but you know, I was 18, so that it was fine by me. Um, and anyway, he was just like, Oh, would you mind, you know, fucking my wife and stuff. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm thinking, all right, he's not gonna punch me. Like that's that's a win to start. Like so then he was like, do you mind if I film it? And I'm like, oh, no, that's cool. I'm actually trying to, you know, do a bit more filming stuff, you know, and he explained all of this. So he was like, all right, so he, he filmed it and I did the scene. And, uh, yeah, long story short, he basically said, like, do you want to do, do some more of this type of work? And I was like, yeah, for sure. He's like, all right, well, what we'll do is we'll fly you to France because that was where they were living. We'll fly you to France and you can work with my wife again. I'll film it and then we'll send you back. So I'm like, all right, how does this work. And he's like, well, we'll pay for your flights. You can stay with us. Like everything's absolutely fine, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'll pay you for the scene. So I was like, all right, basically got to a point. I was like, I, I flew out there and I decided in my head, like if two guys arrived, then I was just going to just going to run, like get back on the airplane and just hide. Um, and if the wife arrived, then I'll go through with it. And lo and behold, the husband and wife arrived. Um, they drove me to some random spot from the airport. Um, I slept with his wife and they filmed it all. He gave me 150 euros and now he must've just seen it in my face. Cause this was like the first proper transaction of sex equals money. Counting it, looking at it like this is unbelievable. Um, and he was like, let, anytime you want to do any more, like let us know. And I was just like, well, what you're going to, you're going to give me 150 euros every time I have sex with your wife. And he was like, yeah, I was like, cool. Let's, let's go again. Then like, I'll, I'll do it again. He was like, oh, really? Like, you're you're ready to go? And I'm like, 150 euro, dude. Like, I will keep going. Like, let's, I didn't have any money. Like, this is great. I ended up doing like five or six scenes with them in like the two days I was there just to kind of maximize on it. And then yeah, after that, it was kind of, the idea was born that that you can make money out of having a big penis. Yeah,
1: but that's crazy though. Like, what was he getting from it? Like, he was paying you 150 pounds to sleep with his wife. Yeah. So what was like, what was His, he getting from it? They
0: did have like a small site that um, they used to basically, she used to just sleep with anyone and anyone that he could find basically. And as I say, back then the internet was so different, you know, when I was coming about that, that wasn't there. You know, I used to have to look on the back of a VHS tape and then it went to DVDs and looking on the back of a DVD case to find out where the production house was. Then you'd have to like call the distributor of the DVDs to find out who actually implemented them to get the work done and then it it was honestly it was such a mission to like get any adult work or become known. And then I guess
1: you just start doing one thing and then you might meet someone here and they might mind this director and it is just like a well it's like a domino effect. Yeah girls help a lot as well you know if you can you can work with a girl and she kind of
0: likes you or she kind of just knows that you respect her levels and you can do a good scene and make her day go nice and quick female talent they don't want to be the guy that can't get their dick hard or you know have to just stop every 10 minutes because something's not right or you know they it's the job you know they want to get in there and get it done as soon as possible
1: what is the criteria to be a porn star right well we've already heard your porn
0: name you're gonna have to incorporate doing bits into it aren't you you gonna have to it's gonna have to be I mean, yeah, um, if the people, you got to give the fans what they want at the end of the day, that's you it. know what I mean? I mean? They're just going to be bombarding Brazzers Twitter now saying we want doing bits, TV. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew this was going to go this way, I knew it. A huge one is body confidence. You know, like you got to be mm. cool in your skin, you know, be comfortable in your skin. Um, when you, you can't have any like airs and graces, man. Like if you're in a room, you're going to be butt naked in front of like 20 people. Um, and it's a weird scenario. Like the first time you're in that thing, the first thing you do is like, why is everyone looking at my dick? And obviously being good looking helps, but as I prove, you don't need it. You can literally
1: have the body of a nine-year-old Vietnamese boy <laughs> and still get in there. I don't know how, but it works. Lana Rhodes, she won the 2019 Pornhub Awards. She was going on about how there is a mad difference between like porn actors or actresses who are, well-known by the directors in the industry. And there's a difference between them and then like people who are famous all over, like Yamiya Khalifa. There are cliques in the industry. Um,
0: And I think people just want to be in the best clique they kind of can, you know? Some girl might come in the industry and absolutely smash it for two years straight, then just disappear. And everyone's like, oh, where did she go? Like, well, she might've gone and had a baby. She might've met a man. She might've got a husband. She might, it's one of the few industries where like, so many things come into play if you're a mechanic like very rarely are you gonna meet a new bird and she's like i don't want you i don't want you fixing astras anymore babe like and you're like all right i'll quit my job like but actually within porn if you fall in love and you have a baby with someone like sometimes your partner just might not be cool with it anymore the industry changes once you're in it when you start you you, i'm guilty of it myself i thought it was just gonna be constant orgies all day every day and then okay
1: this is just a job within porn our relationships, both outside the industry and inside the industry, they must be quite difficult. But if that person's like, oh, yeah, so I've got work. Uh, what are you doing? I've got this orgy. How does that then sit with the recipient of that? Like, oh, are you, are you cool with it? Is that then seen as cheating or is that just work? It's For me, it's just about
0: honesty. You know, like I've been in the ones where, you know, when I was starting out and, you're trying to impress the new girl and you're like, Oh no, I don't like him. I don't do that. I don't do that. And, Then they watch a scene and then they're like, oh, you're really enjoying that. I can see in your, that's what you do with me. And you're like, ah, shit. You don't have to obviously walk in the door and she's like, oh, have you had a good day? And you go, oh, it was great. Her pussy was so, you know, you don't rub it in. Best day of my life. That Some of my friends are in relationships with other performers. Um, And if we're good friends, then I I won't work with their partner unless I've spoken to the guy first. You know, like... um, you know that's happened a few times where someone I'm very good friends with in the industry is dating someone. Whether it's new, old, whatever, you know, and
1: I just give the guy a courtesy call. So Did you have like contracts? Obviously, you have contracts, but like, I mean, in your contract, have you ever had you cannot have sex with your partner because? It might jeopardise your work skill, or it might mess with your focus at work. The men, when you you know when when you finish a job, you you can't be bothered, mate. There's you lose it. You do lose it. So, is that a thing or is that a myth? I mean,
0: in our contracts, um, there is a lot of things stated. You know about like personal appearance. There's nothing in there says. You can't be a smelly bastard. But lots of people keep coming back saying Danny stinks, then you know they're gonna have a word and be like, look, your hygiene levels aren't being adhered to.
1: Is there like a a diet that you have to follow? How much pineapple do you eat? No, I literally live on McDonald's and pizza. Before them
0: cameras even start rolling, we've got like an hour's worth of photos. So that's where we go through all of the stuff. We go through all of the acting that we've done. They snap, 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 snap. We take all the photos of that. Then it's like the blow job, right? Into the blow job. Then we'll do all of the photos of the blow job, right? So then all of this angle, this angle, over his shoulder. I got a photographer here cuddling me and doing all of this stuff, you know, literally all right around you. Then we'll do right first position. Do you know what I mean? So then the girl will go get herself ready and warmed up, prepped, lubed, all that sort of stuff, cleaned out, douched out, boom, and you're just stood there wearing king, keeping yourself good, you know, because it's one of them. Once you're good, you you want to keep that flow, you know, you don't want to just go down and start again and, you know constantly you know so you keep yourself good in these little breaks then you do the first position second position third position fourth position come shot whatever so you do all your pictures then there's a makeup touch up which is like another 15 minutes then we go in and we do the sex video so you know you see 30 minutes but that's probably about another hour sometimes we then have to do super soft which is like it's retarded like it's for uh TVs, channels that show softcore or certain hotels that are allowed to show porn and stuff like that. So certain scenes will then have to shoot super soft. So it's like, you still fuck the girl, but we can't show any penetration. Well, by the time you've added all of this up, you're at the best part of three hours, right? Now, if you're yeah, yeah. for three hours and then you say, right, you can come now, it it just goes. Like there's no like you've stopped yourself coming like 30 to 40 times. Do you know what I mean? So when when you when someone's in the background
1: behind the camera going, good to go you're just like that all oh. right i'm going to get that receipt and take back all those pineapples that i've been stacking up for this lockdown situation right. i bought about 3 tons worth of pineapples rstd something that comes across a lot if so it would like the most it would be is like chlamydia
0: you're right on that chlamydia and gonorrhea so when anyone comes to set they they have to have a, a health certificate that will state when they was tested and what they were tested for and that must be within 14 days or they cannot shoot. I mean, sexual health is a huge, huge thing for the industry. It's probably, um, yeah, I'm a big advocate for sexual health and one that we kind of have to promote. Unfortunately, you can't trust everyone that you work with. And some people don't adhere to the same personal morals as I choose. And yeah, they might get offered more money to do something in a hotel or whatever it may be. I really don't want to know. But sometimes they... <laughs> through the net and you know you you catch them it's a shitter there's just it's just nothing you can do you have to cancel your work for two weeks you then have to do the really shit thing of ringing everyone that you've worked with in the last three weeks and say oh hi I, yeah i've got a dirty test i've got gonorrhea you need to go and get tested and checked out uh, right yeah now in my time i've probably made i uh, 30 of these phone calls you know to people to say oh you know I've I popped a dirty test and blah blah just wanted you to know to you know be the best thing I can be as best of a person I can be do you know how many of those phone calls I've got none one, <laughs> one. <laughs> one breath in like 14 years i've had one person ring me it was like hey like, i got i got a day test you know it happens i had one with my wife a few few years ago she hates this story but i fucking love it so i'm gonna tell you <laughs> our uh, anniversary um we i took her away to this lovely hotel and obviously it was our anniversary so we were shagging all night doing our thing and whatnot and i popped out in the morning to go get some breakfast for her i was like oh this is cheer her up you know So i bring out some breakfast i picked up the bacon rolls And my doctor rang, right? And just living in the moment, I didn't think nothing of it. And I'm like, hey, how you doing, buddy? Like, so what are you ringing me for? Like, completely forgot that I got tested the day before. And was Ah. just
1: like,
0: so then I twigged. He's like, oh, bad news, man. You got gonorrhea. Like, you're going to have to come up and get the injection. So I'm like, all right, no worries. He's like, oh, have you slept with? And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll bring the wife sort of thing. So anyway, I'm like, shit, right? It's our anniversary. Like, how am I going to tell her that we need to leave? lovely castle, go get a quick injection in the ass and then come back to this lovely day. And I'm like, oh, this isn't going to go well. So I just need to tell her straight out. So I came in the room and I'm like, oh, good morning. And she's like, you're all right. I was like, yeah, I've got you an anniversary present. She's like, oh yeah, what is it? I was like, gonorrhea, you've already got it. You could have wrapped it up at least. A little ribbon on it, maybe. I, I don't know. It's one of them, you know, like... If you don't like fire or water, don't become a fireman. You know, it's like it, there's there's certain things that you just have to accept. Like you say, it's part of the parcel. So all we can do is just try and promote safe sexual health, safe sexual awareness and stop people being silly with their willies.
1: You're married now and I assume you're straight. Yeah. But you've done gay porn. I have indeed. So basically you as a straight porn star, did you get paid a lot more to do
0: the gay stuff? Yeah. So <clears throat> basically the gay stuff, I wasn't. Yeah, it was so strange because I wasn't a proper porn star back then. I was a, um, and I was offered a bit of work because, say the solo stuff and whatnot. And it kind of said, I don't want to say I was led down the garden path, but I was kind of explained differently. You know, it was a persuasive expla- explanation. Um, they kind of listed out all of these guys, you know, that had done gay porn in their past and, you know, yeah. Matt Ramsey and stuff and like huge porn names like, straight guys that started in gay porn. And I kind of thought, oh, okay, if you can, it was kind of sold to me. If you can, if you can get hard for this, then they'll have no problem hiring you because they know you can do it. Um, And I was on a little bit more money than the gay guys, I suppose. Um, My problem was that there isn't actually that many straight guys with big cocks who are happy to do gay porn. I could literally demand whatever I kind of wanted within reasons, a couple of grand a day, um, and it was it was easy money. In comparison to my straight porn, I was probably getting like 150, 250 a day. And it was actually a porn performer that I really, really rate and respect. Um, who pulled me aside at one point and just said, look, what's your goal? You know, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I want to be Danny D. And he was just like, right, well, just you need to know the facts, you know, and he kind of just explained to me about the two sides of the industry and you can't really do them both and you're going to fall into some problems in America and there's going to be a lot of people that won't work with you because of this checkered past and stuff like that. So I kind of had to, at that point, make the decision of which... Sort of career I wanted to go on, whether it was to continue the Matt Hughes on the good money or take the huge pay cut and kind of s- struggle through to porn and hope that I could recover everything. Yeah, I mean there was a slight pay difference because gay for pay they kind of had to pay pay you more, but um, yeah, it's it they're just completely different industries. The biggest porn star in ten years, the biggest male porn star. I predict, will be a guy that does everything. He, he's a sexual gladiator, right? He's going to do bi-porn, gay-porn, straight-porn, trans porn He will do everything because he's a sexual gladiator, man. Like, he doesn't care.
1: Within, within porn, because you mentioned America, and I know you've done some movies as well. What is it? Uh, the movies are cracking me up. The titles of the movies are brilliant. It was like, um, what was it? Queen of, Queen of Thrones, uh, Star Wars, The Force Real, Reawakens, is it? We've done a couple of Star Wars now. We did that. I did hands. When you start filming porn and you're actually in there, the luxuries of it just go away. And it just becomes this repetitive, not sexual at all, even though it's meant to be, because you're just doing the same shit, trying to get the best moment. Is that like in films, but just even harder because it's a film? If I'm casting for a movie, I'm not going
0: to put any... Any talent that I think is going to be flaky, moany, got a poor attitude, because I'm fully aware that this can be a 12, 14 hour day, 16 hour day. Again, if you're making the movie, if you're the producer, then there's just so much things you have to you have to know, you know, continuity. And if you're filming out of schedules, you're shooting episode three, then episode one, then episode two you got to remember this guy's got a black eye that he wasn't wearing that he lost the scarf in episode two and you know there's so many little bits to kind of keep keep your head on track you know so but they're really fun to do and they're really fun when they're completed um generally once they're done we'll when it comes out uh, me and my crew anyway we'll have like a, a screening party where we're just kind of everyone to watch it together have a
1: few beers and sort of kind of laugh and generally watch the bts at the end <laughs> yeah yeah mate. Like, the bts are the best bits though like regardless of what you're filming the bts are just like oh that, yeah that probably, was a fun day
0: some of the scenes on brazzers uh that'll right at the end they will release like a highlight reel or like bts clips from the day and i'm constantly like they're so rare they're so rare i'd say one in 50 maybe 60 scenes has a bts reel on the end and. Um, I love them. I don't know if it's just because it was me that was there, but I love seeing the the BTS, the funny stuff where people fuck up their lines and do random bits. In America, I literally send one text message to six agents, and I will be bombarded with probably hundred and fifty girls who are available the next day. You know, and yeah, sometimes <clears throat> it'll be different levels. It's it's amazing. Like sometimes it works out better as well. You know, like I'll have someone booked, she cancels, I'm all gutted, and then boom! Oh, so and so's got availability for tomorrow. Do you want her? And you're like, oh my god! Like yes. Well, yes. Like, she has no availability for the next seven months. You know, and it's like, oh, saying so just cancelled. Do you want it? Yeah, my company stopped production in March. Um, and we haven't returned since uh, due to COVID. We then introduced tier systems and tier three or four or something. And I'm like, okay, so I can only shoot with people in the same tier as me or lower. And then, it, you know It just becomes yeah, such yeah, a... Yeah. Have sex, but don't have sex. Film, but don't film. Um, So I thought, right, if a massage artist or a tattooist who's putting a needle into your skin, if he can go back, then I can go back. But strippers weren't allowed. There's no physical contact between a stripper, but a stripper's going from punter to punter to punter. So like we're just in this gray area, and Boris Johnson's never going to come out and say, listen, we know you're suffering, adult workers. We know (laughs) it's difficult. You can go back under these rules. They're never going to do it. So we have to kind of read between the lines and find where's a, a yeah. safe area for us to come back and with me being the only producer for mind geek who's the the holding company of brazzers um i didn't want to be the guy i didn't want to be the guy that went back to shoot too early and then I've got the sun and the Daily
1: Telegraph being like, Danny D breaks COVID rule, you know, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. no, I'm Danny sorry. D ruins porn forever. This whole massive introduction of OnlyFans. I, saw, I went on your Instagram the other day and now you're doing that as well. Is OnlyFans enough to get the ball rolling?
0: OnlyFans have certainly been a game changer. Um, I'm on OnlyFans, it does great. Um, it's, it's a great platform for what it's, enables people to do Amateur performer could only get work if you the big boss man decided she was allowed on your set you know if she was worth your time like she can now get her own money like she can go and do or he he can go get his own stuff you know you can go and put your own stuff out there you're in charge of your content you can do the content that you're happy with that your levels that you're happy to do um and promote it at your own will
1: so are you say yeah. no like these only fans account almost seen as Like a portfolio for potential porn stars. Certainly,
0: all of a sudden they've got three hundred thousand fans on Twitter, and they're making thirty grand a month on their OnlyFans, and it's like, all right, you know, this kind of works. I mean, I won't mention names, but I know of a very popular girl who cleared two hundred and thirty thousand dollars last month, and that was that was her take, man. And I'm like, and that is just
1: OnlyFans. That is strictly OnlyFans. Just OnlyFans. Where where do I sign up, Danny? Where do I sign up? Hey, I mean, dude, I say, if I had tits and a fanny, I'd be a millionaire by now. It's
0: all right, me having a $50,000 camera to shoot a scene, like, wicked, it looks great, but at the end of the day, it gets released in 1080, uh, you download it in whatever. Or do you want to see a chick who filmed this on her phone, like, just one-on-one? It's so much more real. It's such a more connection with the girl, like, you can DM her, you can message her, you can charge her a couple of bucks or something, but you're talking to her, like, you know, you go and try to talk to any top tier porn
1: star and it's gonna be a difficult outcome, you know? I know, I've been messaging Lana Rhodes for like six months and getting nothing <laughs> back, so like, it is an absolute nightmare. But you know, f- fingers crossed. So Danny, there were some very interesting fan questions. That okay, now, I bring like, up it- a couple on the Insta feed. And <laughs> yeah, I- man, and I was like, you know what? The, the response has been rapid, so we've got, we've got to introduce it. And it was funny because you were like, um, I'm sorry for the weirdos that are going to follow you in advance. I was like, yeah. that won't be, I mean, mate, I've never seen so many weird questions. So these <laughs> are like the ones that I've shortlisted that aren't actually that weird. How many birds have you shagged? I have no idea. It's in the
0: thousands. It's in the thousands. I'm going to say like less, less than five, more than two. Like, that would be my sort of rough average. Wow. (laughs) But I have no idea. I really wish I'd counted, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, someone catalogued my scenes, and I think they'd found 2,300 scenes or something.
1: Did porn create insecurities for you, or did it boost your confidence? Um, Yeah,
0: a bit of both as I say, gain so much confidence from porn. Everyone has insecurities and everyone has a voice now. So the guy that doesn't like you can tell you that he doesn't like you 50,000 times. But yeah, sometimes you see some and you're a bit, ah, like, you know, it's a, mm, you know, like mine is my weight. You know, I'm, I'm a skinny dude. Like there's nothing I can do. I think my best comment was um, every time I see Danny D, I think of Schindler's List. I just don't know whether he was watching porn and thought back, <laughs> like a holocaust and was just like, oh wow, like they look really hungry. That reminds me
1: of Danny D. What was the best scene that you've been in? Ah, oh, it's the easy one. Easy what, one. straight up like that? You just, oh, okay, okay, a lot easier, go on. The only
0: thing I hate about this question is the best scene I was ever in, I wasn't performing. I was just an extra. A scene called The Horny Monster, the young Spanish guy called Geordie, and I had to be his horny monster. So I was like his his internal monologue or whatever. No one else could see me, just him. It was the best scene that I've ever been in, in my life. And I wasn't performing. Like, so what does that say about my
1: career? Do you consider porn to be a form of art? Ooh. I mean when sexy people are doing it, if you got me on it. probably not. Two blokes from the local boozer, like Bill and yeah. Dave or say it's not really an art form at that point.
0: Like I said, my best reference to porn, it's like sexual gladiators, man. I think we're like what the Romans had, you know. In the Romans, they used to go around the Coliseum and look at all this shit and a big old dude would fight a lion. Well, that that's that's not cool anymore. We log onto the internet and we watch porn and we watch Lana Rhodes get gang banged or something, and
1: you know, whatever. Have you ever dated someone that you met from having sex on camera?
0: Yes. I once uh, was booked for a scene by a girl. I didn't know at the time, but that was our first date. I wish my dates were like that. I wish my dates were like that. It was such a strange relationship. would pay me to have sex with her, like it was the weirdest thing like so because she had a website so she wanted content this is still my brand so my brand doesn't just give away free content so yeah we just came to the arrangement that once a week she would pay me to have sex with her so she could film it and put it on her site which again it's a strange strange relation well that was a strange relationship but what more could I expect when the first date was being paid to be there so
1: yeah i've, I've never had that from any tinder experiences <laughs> but who knows it's 2021 i missed the tinder vibe became super happy and love
0: and decided yeah. to get married and all that sort of stuff and yeah like tinder came along and i was just like fuck like this was built for me. like i just swipe
1: like that's it literally it is, it just, is as simple as that bang, bang, but bang. i will say as a veteran. Tinder Swiper. user. Yeah, the, the fingers do madness. I would say that being married is definitely better than having a Tinder account. I've got, I'm have got, i not no, married, real. but... Sure that was an app for me. Like, I would have completed
0: that. There's no more matches in the area that you haven't slept with. How big is your piece? 11, I'd say, when it's full mast, Just under, maybe like 10 and a half.
1: What is the dirtiest thing you have seen? Um,
0: Wow. I don't know if... Don't know if we can talk about it. All right, I won't mention names, but she will definitely know who she is. Who, who she is, who she is. There I might be one-
1: whiz involved. There may be some whiz involved, <laughs> you never know.
0: I was once doing a scene with a girl, and oh, this is so bad. We was doing the scene, and she literally, middle of the take, right, we, we, we're flat out at it. In the middle of the take, she was like, "I'll oh, cut. Obviously cut, stop, yep, everything okay. She was like, yeah, yeah, two sets. She literally got off the bed, took two steps forward, squatted down, took a shit on the floor, and then came back and was like, "I no wipe or anything as well, which was really surprising to me. Um, no wipe, just came back to the bed and was just like, sorry about that, had to get that out. And I, I, I just, and she was like, okay, we can carry on. And I was like, no, we can't. Like- <laughs> I I need a moment. Like I just need a minute. Like I'm, oh. I'm cool. like, I get pooed on a lot. You know it happens. Like I'm cool with that. I understand. It's the na- it's a natural thing. Your body. I get all of that. Um, but when you deliberately take a shit in front of the person that you're having sex with, that I find a slight. <gasps> bit disgusting and a little... It was the lack of wipe as well that just baffled me. And I was just like, wow, like, how confident can you be that that was a ghost poo? Like, uh, there's some real confidence in that, to know that you're good. And, like, a camera's going to be looking up there in a minute, in 4K, and you're you, you you're com- you're 100% confident... <laughs> you, get- <laughs> you know? So, um... But, oh, my God. Yeah, that, that one was a difficult one. Um, yeah. As I say. As that I say, is... That one- you know, there's been some disgusting ones, like as I say, you're doing anal and a girl poos on you and stuff. And but again, that's no one's fault. You know, that happens. If you stick a giant dildo in my ass, I'm probably gonna shit on you too. Like it's natural. Shit happens. That's so. where that phrase came from. Some dude was probably doing reverse cowgirl and was just like, ah, eh, it happens. Um, but yeah, that that would be the most disgusting thing that I ever saw on a set.
1: That is absolutely mad. Like you said, the the confidence you oh. need to have. <laughs> to and part of me was like, fair play, fair play to you. That is mental. Wow. Well, the best thing
0: about it was, it was then, it then turned to that I was the problem because like she just did a, and then it was just like, what's up with you? Like, what, what's wrong with your penis? And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm now the weird one. Like, oh, oh, okay. I love how you've twisted this whole thing. So it's like, now I'm in the wrong because I haven't got a hard on, but you've just left a slug <laughs> going halfway <laughs> across
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that trail, no. Oh, that is yeah. bad. Wow. Fair play to her. The confidence. Yeah, different.
0: no, it's, it's, yeah, different level. Who is your favorite porn star? Wifey number one. Phoenix Marie for being one of just the most amazing humans I've ever met, just her personality, spirit, sexuality, everything is just different level. Abella Danger, super fire. Bridget B, Madison Ivy, Monique Alexander, Katrina Jade.
1: Have you ever broken your penis? I have not. Um, haven't broken my penis. Do you think that young lads stay in the, bis- uh, the business often? And is it harder than they thought it would be? I think every guy
0: thinks that they can do porn. You very quickly realise that it's not what you thought. Um, You very quickly realise that it's serious, it's a job. Someone somewhere has got a lot of money on the line and unfortunately, it all bows down to you. Like, if you don't get your dick hard, then everyone who's standing there is standing there for no reason getting paid. Like, you know, so... You, you do feel the pressure extremely quickly. So I think it's it's quite a tough one for young guys coming in the industry. You know, I brought one new guy into the industry quite recently and uh, he just had a huge donk. I just said to him, look, just come to work with me for the week and just watch, just come and see what happens, get a feel for it. You have to see how long I'm, we have to be hard for, do you know what I mean? Just really understand it. And then if you're still happy and you still want to try it, then cool. Because it's a big decision, man. Like, once you do it, it's never going away. Like, you do one scene, like, it will never leave the internet. I was the same when I did Gay for Pay. I thought no one's ever going to find this. Like, ever. And then what? Like, I'm going to be in a nightclub and someone I went to school with come over and be like, hey, I saw you on so-and-so. And and I'll be like, well... You was on the website, buddy. But yeah, like it still gets brought up and I still have a lot of fans from that sort of stuff. You know, like my only fans is majority, 90% gay guys. Supporting me from day one, you know what I mean? I'm not homophobic. I don't give a fuck where you get your rocks, dude. Is your penis natural? It's natural. My dad died when I was quite young, so I was never able to ask him uh, if he had a big dick, you know, because everyone's like, you probably inherited it from someone. So the worst thing I had to do was go and ask my mum about my dad's dick, right now it's not a situation any son wants to find himself in.
1: No but way. No. But we needed answers,
0: right? yeah. I needed answers, right? I needed answers because I was getting it a lot. So I was like, and this is exactly how it went, right? I was like, Mum, I got a few questions about my dad. She was like, Oh, okay, sure. I was like, obviously, she knew about my dick and that because my career and she knows. And I was like, Did did dad have a big dick? Right, and this is exactly what she did, right? She went, Your dad. Like she was going for a roller of dicks in her head, right? She's just like, oh, where was he? Oh. I was like, oh no! Like, can we not do this? Like, and she's like, no, 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 hang on, I'll remember it in a minute. And I'm like, I don't want you to visualize it, you know. And uh, I, I ended up stopping it there. I was like, look, you would, you would remember, you know, you'd remember this,
1: like, so we're good. Do you get fed on set as a bonus, or do you bring a pack lunch with you?
0: There's like a full kind of buffet on set, really, most days. Um, we'll make sure there's lots of snacks, sugars, drinks, chocolate, sweets, cakes, all of that sort of stuff. And then there'll probably be like a main dish, you know, which people can eat for lunch and stuff. But... Yeah, as a producer, that's kind of our job to provide food for everyone. How often are you recognized on the streets? More than what I would have thought. I watch porn, like, don't get me wrong, like, I watch a lot of porn, like, I always have. Do I watch enough that I could recognize, like, the guy's face? Like, probably not. To notice someone fully dressed and be like, oh, how's it going, you know, like- Oh, yes, it's Danny
1: D, what's up, man? Yeah.
0: normally what i start is like shit i was watching you last night how's it going and then i'm like dude like you just told me you've been wanking and now you want like me to shake your <laughs> yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. like it's kind of strange um but yeah no it, it does happen um i had a funny one the other day in asda's i was going around as i had my mask on right i had a mask and a hat and some guy come over and was like oh danny d i like i I literally was with my wife and I'm like, how? Like, how? Like, how much porn do you watch? You are in too deep. Like, you know what I mean? Just take a break, go home, speak to a real person, maybe buy a doll or something, you know what I mean? But get off the
1: internet. Danny D, that was the end of the episode. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Honestly, I've learned a lot. We've had a great chat and um, it's been nice talking to the man that literally does bits for a living. So thank well, you man I, uh,
0: thank everyone at doing bits tv absolutely amazing channel thank you everyone make sure you like follow and subscribe do all the bits for doing bits um yeah no it's been great mate really really good to have a chat with you and uh happy to help out a fellow basement head mate
1: absolute pleasure i wish you all the best thank you very much for having me and keep doing bits spent my peas on gums and trainers disco ravers bad behaviors sunday mornings what a nightmare